He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a different Facebook friend every episode. Uh, for more on us, of course, Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and episodes can be heard on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and of course, Apple Podcasts, where if you go to iTunes, you can leave a five-star review about the podcast, and it would be splendid. Um, I have been milking this 80s thing I've been doing since like the 80s, but I'm near the end. I am on episode 88, which means I'm interviewing someone born in 1988, and that is a, a fellow uh, Theta Chi fraternity brother of mine named Max Chalkin, also went to Tufts after I did, a younger gentleman, um, but when I was traveling around, I would stop by the house, and a few times he was there. And uh, it was good enough to make us Facebook friends. So I'm going to catch you up on what Max has been up to, what he did after college, how he was denied entry into a country uh, after the fact, but how the future looks bright, so bright that I think we're going to be voting for him one day. So that's all I'll say. It's time to get on with Max Chalkin. This is Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel and my 1988 guest for episode 88, Maxwell Chalkin of Theta Chi Tufts University fame. And we, we don't really know. We, we don't. We never overlapped. I'm way older than him. Uh, but, but he chose to, uh, to make the time. So thank you, sir. Thanks for my the time. Pleasure. Yeah. Thanks for, thanks for choosing me. I feel, uh, I feel like. The chosen one. I you, feel like a chosen one. You are. You've you've leapfrogged everyone from 1988 to be the the man of the year. Oh, very big, very big. Yeah. So I guess my first question is, how have you grown since being a campaign manager for Tim Toomey? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I, looking on your profile and just seeing what's there. I don't. Know. Man, uh, how have I grown? You don't have well, to I, seriously answer the question if you don't want to. How I could answer that question. Uh, how have I grown? I've grown like in width. I've definitely gotten fatter. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so so you found your way from Jersey to Tufts and then to the Bronx. Yeah. That's, wow. That's right. So I, I went to Tufts, as you know, and yeah. then um, let's see. I studied abroad in Spain. Oh, cool. And I, I loved it over there. Um, and, and then I came back, oh, what happened was I didn't want to leave Spain and I told my parents that like, you know, I'm just not going <laughs> to graduate. Yeah. They, they just didn't like that idea. Um, having already invested three years in my education. <laughs> so then, so then I, I stayed for the summer and worked at a summer camp and then, um, and in I Spain, a, in Spain wow. and, and I did, I ended up coming home. I had my senior year and then I was just like, I don't have a job. I have no idea what I'm doing. So right. I moved back to Spain <laughs> and uh, I started a business in Spain called Hablo Americano I speak American oh, and, then I, and I just like I hired a bunch of Americans to teach English to Spaniards yeah 
Um, and it was great because all the Spaniards, they like, they want to learn English, but they're all learning British English and they're obsessed with American culture. Right. So I used like Seinfeld and like Family Guy and Les Simpsons <laughs> to teach American English to these people. And then I was deported. <laughs> Do you, you got kicked out of Spain. I got kicked out your, of Spain. Was your passport okay? So it, my passport was okay. I just... Um, Did you not file the right business documents in Spain? To, to be an entrepreneur in Spain, I guess you, you have to get a, you know, a, a business visa, which right. they don't give entrepreneurs unless you can demonstrate like 100,000 euros in assets, which oh, I couldn't as right. in college. Right. Right. So what happened was I was just doing what a lot of Americans do. They just overstay their tourist visa, which is like three months. I think they give you like another three months grace period, but yeah. I had been there like eight months. And what happened was I left the EU to go on a trip to Africa. Okay. And I was in Morocco and it dawned on me like I may not be able to get back into the country. And sure <laughs> enough, um, I couldn't get back in. There was a lot of- Wait, other, so you couldn't get back into America now? Back into Spain. Oh, Spain, okay, gotcha. Back apartment in Spain. I was living with my girlfriend at the time. We pretended we were married because she was an EU citizen. Right. So there was, I was like, well, if she's an EU citizen, yeah. and then I'm married to her, then I'm an EU citizen or something. Yeah. But it didn't work at all. So I was detained in the airport in Madrid. <laughs> and trying to go to Africa or come back? Oh, no, you landed from Africa. I landed from Africa in Madrid. And then, and then, they're then like, just like, they were like, no can do. And they put me in a... Where um, did you, what did you do at that time? You were in like a holding area? Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. Is that Spain texting you right now? Saying, I'm, ah, bad, <laughs> come back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, so how yeah, did, they, did the business, could the business continue? Out. Well, the, the story is just that then they, they were like, you can, we'll do you a special favor and yeah. can back to the U.S., but yeah. you can't go through a Schengen country. So I had to like go find like the one flight that went through like Ireland, I guess is not in the Schengen treaty. It was okay. just a whole disaster. Whoa. So that was, that was my Spain. Um, I, how do I turn this off? This is like, uh, oh, you're t- X out of your messages app. Close yeah. the messages. There's it's, a way maybe do preferences. You go to preferences and then you do sounds. Is this like technical support with Evan? Yeah, Lechel? yeah, yeah. I'm in Spain actually right now while we're doing this. Or oh, okay. <laughs> nice. new sourcing this podcast. Yeah, no, um, this is good at multiple multiple purposes. Um, right. So then, did the did the business then have to just like stop, or did you like let someone over there carry the the torch? I, I tried. I tried to find like someone who could who could run it, who could who I could sell the business to, and it was just I wasn't prepared to like shutter the business. I wasn't prepared to hand it off. I right. Wasn't ex- so it just sort of folded, and I had to call via Skype. I had to call on my clients and be like, hey, I'm not in Spain anymore. <laughs> so you couldn't even run it from out of – could you have run it from America? In theory, I could have actually. I, okay. just, I, just, I didn't see how I could make that my full-time job. Right. Like how develop new clients and get people – it just didn't make, make sense. So I wow. closed the shop. This is a fast. These are fascinating stories. This is this is great. Um, then when you so this is right after you graduated, you went back to Spain. Yep. And yep. then and was sent home. Yep. And so then I had sort of been talking to a a guy who um, is a, a an inventor and a god darn it. <laughs> he's a he's a Tufts professor and he's a biomedical engineer. Yeah. And he invented this crazy substrate made out of silk. Okay. That oh. is biocompatible and 
doesn't have any immune or inflammatory response in your body. Right. So you can make a screw, dope it with a drug, and then like implant it in your leg to repair an, an injury or something like that, and then it programmably degrades and releases the drug, and you never have to remove it out. Oh, wow. Or you can put drugs into like a microneedle array or patch, put right. it in your wallet, and it acts as like biomedical bubble wrap for the, the, the compounds, the uh -huh. vaccines, or the drug. and so you don't have to refrigerate this stuff. Yeah. You just put the drugs in your wallet and walk across the desert and then administer it just by sticking it in someone's arm. And there were all these, you can get a text message when your glucose levels are too low or <laughs> insulin levels or whatever the case is. So it's, it's like wild technology. And I, I worked on a project with him my senior year and I had been talking to him while I was in Spain. So I came back and sort of did the marketing and communications for this biomedical technology that, um, that Tufts was creating. Would this count was, as nanotech? It's nanotech, exactly. Nice. Like, uh, metamaterials and all sorts of crazy, yeah. crazy stuff. So that was, um, they were like, yeah, here you go. Like, why don't you turn this into a viable technology that we can sell on the market? Yeah. And like, I was like, I don't know, I'll make a website and a social media <laughs> page for you. <laughs> so that was what I did when I got back to the States and I uh -huh. did that for a while. Um, and then I said, I said, screw it, I'm going to do something else. And I went and ran local campaigns. Yeah. So I did, I ran a state rep campaign, I ran um, a city council campaign, and oh. these jobs in politics um, eventually got me a job in the Massachusetts State House. Wow. And that was, my, that was my most recent Massachusetts job. Right. But now you're in New York. So then I, then I, I landed a job at a bank yeah. in New York, and I, I blew off Boston and uh and moved back to new york where i'm now from. do you like that bank because it has a name similar to one of the acapella groups at tufts university oh man what is that acapella group I'm, am i gonna get this i'm looking at it on your page i mean yeah. it's it's the it's the co-ed one. Oh man guys were the beelzebubs ladies were the yeah. jackson jills yep jews How were you sheer appeal you're it's very impressive that you remember this. <laughs> i i i can't grow up um well what was it called? Um, the Amalgamates. Oh, the Amalgamates. And weren't they the ones who got like achieved some degree of fame? Or they something? went, I think, on Letterman and they sang something maybe during something with the Red Sox or or maybe okay. they went on the there was a, a no, show went, no, or there was a show. There was a definitely a. Yeah. Like an acapella. Like the, the later generation. And then when I'm like some acapella show, I forgot what it was called, but they were like one of the final finalists. They were definitely on like network TV or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not why I chose that bank. <laughs> okay, good. Chose that bank because I was working in politics, right? And um, Amalgamated is sort of the bank of the political left, right? Um, so it was. Most people don't go from politics to banking; it, like it's not a natural thing. But right. to go from politics to a political bank made a lot of sense. Nice, and that'll be your next thing now for you. No, I just actually resigned from there, and okay. my, and I'm starting a new job um, next week. Okay. Yeah, so I, I will be moving into the family business. Oh, this is good. So <laughs> you're joining the mafia, the chalkin mafia. Yeah, man. You, <laughs> kind of thought I kind of thought we were more more uh, progressive than that, or, than that. But yeah, I guess yeah. you, you it, saw right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. Do you stay in touch with a lot of the brothers from a uh, handful of the guys from the chapter? Yeah, I do. I mean, I I think it's you know it's easier to see the 
the ones in New York. Yep. Um, so I see those guys from time to time. And then I haven't been by the house in a long time. Have you been by the house? Uh, may have been at least four years. Okay. okay. Yeah. I let, yeah, I was, it depends if I have gigs in the area, I'll stop by, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I stay in touch with the guys who I hung out with in college and then a few of the older guys, like I'm in touch with Jordan Martin and yep. John Gays, those guys. Yep. Um, but yeah, I guess people drift apart. You right. Know? Do you stay in touch well, with a lot of guys? Uh, from my era, I try to I try to leave messages for someone from my ear. <laughs> he never calls me back. Uh, it's weird. Yeah, it's like I had a birthday party recently, and it's just like it's more like my wife's friends than mine friends, just because my friends are everywhere. Like they're in yeah. New York and DC or Hawaii or everywhere. So yeah, it's kind of it's hard to get the band back together sometimes. But you know, you you go to like a high school reunion once in a while and all that other stuff and stay in touch that way yeah it's mostly yeah. like occasions exactly like i'll see people at like the the random birthday party that i just stumble into like once a year or whatever it is yeah and i think the era of like me looking in like the tufts magazine for who got married from my generation has has been passed <laughs> i'm not gonna unless it's one of those like super old weddings that like the tufts magazine were like we're both class of 71 and we're finally reconnected after our first so spouse has died do they do like second and third marriage? I don't even know. There's like the notes on the classes and then there's just, you know, it's, it's usually like for the first 10 years after school, they have like, here's the toughs, the only toughs people in this picture. And then like row one. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I see totally. it. Totally. Yeah. All right. So the, being that this is our first conversation a while, do you have any, any random questions for me? Before I, before I let you do bit. your Mac stuff. No, that's uh, questions for you. I mean, I kind of wanted to know what you, other than your podcast, like what you, you tour and you've been performing. What do you perform? Um, I mean, I do a lot of colleges and universities. I have a, I have a showcase next week, so hopefully that leads to more shows after the showcase at schools. Do some mm-hmm. high school gigs where like the parents have like their project graduation or their all night thing, and then I come in at like three a.m. and I go on stage, and hopefully they can function. Uh, and, and understand. Um, I mean, I do, I do a good deal of tutoring with like kids online just to stay connected to the age group, uh, trying to get my Amazon business off the ground. I mean, the podcast is more a hobby than anything, um, right now, but you know, it's, it's a way to just like reconnect and, uh, reconnect with people you haven't spoken to in a while or just find out why someone added you on Facebook randomly. So <laughs> that's how I've, it's a good random, random, uh, podcast. How long have you been doing the the years pot? Like what year did Just you start? Just the eighties. So I've started okay. from uh, eighty was someone else. Eighty was my conspiracy theorist who I brought on, friend of oh. a friend. Um, but I've done everyone born from like eighty one through eight, it's going to be through eighty nine. Okay. I might continue with the nineties for the one for one hundred. I'm trying to like see what I want to definitely get like a celebrity Facebook friend to a degree. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'll see maybe ninety nine hundred will be something. Yeah. 99 100 you mean like 2000 like, the like year you know like episodes like when i get to episode because you're episode 88 so when i get to oh, like that's, that's when you started doing the 80s yeah because it matches up with that and then once uh, i get to like episode 188 i'll do it again so i'll bring right. another person from 88 cool cool what do you usually talk about with your guests just uh, I, don't know. Eh, I don't know i can always i mean i can always like default to like oh what do you watch on netflix what shows are you watching what's your jam but uh-huh. more it's just like what got us to be friends if we didn't know each other or if we've never spoken 
Yeah. So I could have a like. There's one person I added named Evan. I'm like, I I friended you because you were Evan. So let's talk about that. Or there's like a bunch of Wexels in Sweden that I'm not related to, but I'm now Facebook friends with like 20 of them. <laughs> so I talked to one of them, and there's one of them is actually like a professional video game player. In Sweden. He has like his own video game shop. He's like an esport genius. Wow. So you know you just you just branch out and just see what you stumble upon. Yeah, that's great. That's yeah. great. So cool. Yeah. Cool. Like for my Amazon thing, like I actually interviewed someone that actually worked at Amazon. I didn't know that. So mm-hmm. she'd give me like all this these pointers for for stuff. But you what know, do you see in your Amazon store? Oh no, it's just like I have this like stroller bag I'm trying to get off the ground. I haven't like launched it. I've just kind of like sat on it for oh months. It's horrible. I just have to do the launch and then you know hopefully just move it and get it ranked and kind of automate the process from there. Yeah, just a side but, hustle. I don't yeah. know, for months, then you should just turn it into a pillow. Yeah, I should. I know all the stuff's at Amazon. That's my problem. I sent it all there. Oh, and, really? And uh, it's horrible. Yeah, I sent it all there and I shouldn't have. But I, I was uh, like, oh, I'll just, it'll just sell during the holidays. I'm like, nope, I'll just get charged like four times as much for storage over the holidays. So Brutal. 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 But yeah, um, is there anything you recommend people check out? Do you recommend people hunting you down on social media? Or uh, uh I'm not sure I follow the question. I don't know. Is there like, say, say if I was interviewing an artist, he'd be like, yo, check me out on this. I got this coming up or go to this website. Is there anything we should uh, follow of yours in the future for people that are interested in you now because you're on my podcast or vice versa? I got you. I got you. Yeah, sure. Well, here's the thing. I'll be honest with you. And I'm not, (laughs) not, I'm not ashamed to say this. I I purposely keep a very low profile on social media Good, because I intend perhaps in the future to go into politics yeah and um i sort of want to be the sole creator of the content and the footprint about me yeah and i haven't like i so i do a lot of i do a lot of like writing on my own um that eventually i hope to formulate into sort of the the background and the foundation of what i want to use for my platform when sure. i do run for something yeah. and i keep it very close to the chest right now so it's not published okay I had a, Site at maxchalkin.com that I was using for um, publicity. Yeah. Uh, not publicity. I was using it for a portfolio as I was looking to get a new job. Right. Uh, and then I took it down because I found it like five years later and it was out of date. It was right. Like, I'm Max Chalkin and I'm 22 years old and, and I realized and I was like 30. So. so we haven't spoken about anything that's going to jeopardize your future political career. I think people start their businesses in Spain all the time and didn't know the paperwork. Like that's fine, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I've thought about that actually. I don't know. <laughs> it was pretty ill-advised. Like <laughs> I probably should. But let's be but okay, if we're splitting hairs. I'll leave it out of the show notes. Yeah, right. I, if we're splitting hairs, I wasn't deported from Spain. Oh good. I oh, was good. refused re-entry. Oh okay. That's not bad. So is that better? I don't no, really better. know. That's better. Yeah, yeah, we'll leave it at that. So anyway. Cool. But um but yeah, no, I I mean I I, I feel like it's really hard to you know, you have to control, you know, this, yeah. you have to control what people find about you right. online and what's, what goes out there because once it's up there, it's sort of there forever. Yeah. You have to kind of outcreate it. All right. I'm going to get, let you get back to your, your, your beeping. And, uh, but, uh, I, I have to run. I've never said that to a guest before. I have to go. <laughs> okay. But I want to thank you for coming on social awkward and I will let you know when this goes up. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, thanks for having me. 
All right. That was my talk with Max. Uh, if you like what I'm doing with this podcast, feel free to fortify it financially by going to patreon.com slash funny Evan. Uh, I have reward tiers based on your contribution for as little as a dollar a month. You can help me absorb these costs and create more time for more Facebook friend interviews. I will be trying to follow this one up really quick with my 1989 guest. Don't want to give it away just yet, but you'll know very soon. In the meantime, awkwardwithevan.com and stay awkward. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. 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 Wexel.